0: You're listening to the NewU Biz podcast channel. To all NewU Biz members, family, and friends, greetings once again. I'm Donald Robinson II, co-founder of NewU Biz. For those of you listening for the first time. Welcome to the new Biz podcast channel Now in this podcast episode You'll hear an interview featuring Mr. Ben Seidman And Mr. Jamar Hill Dynamic young men who are entrepreneurs And builders of the community Jamar is creator and founder of Hill Org And he's also an entrepreneur Who has taught courses in entrepreneurship And he's also been a technology consultant Ben is co-creator of Native Newcomer and he's also an entrepreneur as well as a community activist and organizer. He currently works at Split, an enterprise ride-sharing app, so you can check it out at www.splt.io. Later on in the program, you'll hear their contact information and I advise you all listening out there to get in contact with these young gentlemen. They're very dynamic, very creative, and have a lot of energy and wisdom. And during the interview, you'll hear about the wonderful programs and initiatives they have created separately and together, and they plan much more in the near future. So take a listen to our interview with Ben Seidman and Jamar Hill. Well, hello once again to everyone out there listening. This is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of Biz, And on the line, we have two wonderful young gentlemen, Mr. Ben Seidman and Mr. Jamar Hill, founders and creators of... Several programs, including The Biggest Saver, Entrepreneur Plus One, Native Newcomer, Heal Org, and other ones we're going to be talking about on the program. And I met both of these gentlemen a few years ago, and I I would say that I am proud to know both of them very well, and they're very highly intelligent, astute young men who are out and about making a difference in the world and the world around them. So with that being said, gentlemen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for being really here. I
0: appreciate it. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Ben Jamar, tell me who you are, and tell us the listen, tell the listeners out there who you are, what your backgrounds are, and what some of the things that you've been working on.
1: Yeah. Jamar, I'll let you go ahead first. Okay, perfect. So, uh, so my name is Jamar Hill. Uh, I am a father, a husband, an Air Force veteran. Go Blue. Uh, I, I I'll go to Wayne state university, so go green as well. Um, and I, I, my history is, is business. Uh, I've, I've taught entrepreneurship at multiple locations from focus, hope to Wayne state. I have, um, I've started a couple of businesses, one being a consulting business that injects technology into, into micro businesses and, um, and just a lover of all things, entrepreneurial. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. And Ben, what about you?
2: Yeah, I guess, uh, my story starts, um, you know, in New York City. I moved to, uh, Michigan by way of, uh, University of Michigan. Went to school there for four years. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to study, but when I figured out they could, uh, teach entrepreneurship, I took a bunch of those classes and, and started going down that path. Um, then they moved to, uh, Detroit about three years ago, following my girlfriend here, uh, for medical school. And, um, you know, just found, A great community, you know, met people like Donald and and Jamar who um, really fostered my entrepreneurial itch and um, joined something called Venture for America, which also helps place um, recent grads at at startups. Um, So, you know, focused on all things um, that, you know, better the entrepreneurial ecosystem, working on um, how to start a startup, Uh, and then also my day job is working with Split enterprise carpool platform and um jamar and i are always hacking away on one or two ideas so really excited to be here and and answer any and all questions
0: wonderful wonderful now in terms of you know especially well let's go into that topic a little bit a little bit ben with you coming from another place and not natively in detroit or michigan when you came when you first came here what was your thought in terms of the (laughs) landscape for entrepreneurship you know, people doing things, doing creative things. What, what was your first take when you first got here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So a couple things come to mind. Um, you know, it's really hard to really find uh, a group, right? You know, there's there's so much space, and we're also laterally spread out in Detroit. But, you know, once you get plugged into certain events, you get plugged into certain, um, you know, recurring um, themes and events and groups. Um, you start to find those, those same people. So that helped me a lot. And then, um, you know, seeing that there were, uh, people really focused on issues that mattered. Um, you know, where I'm from in New York, you, you know, there's lots of tech startups and, and retail startups, but, you know, nothing seemed to be really focused on, you know, the, a problem that a neighbor was experiencing. Um, so that was, that was my first impression, you know, being kind of in awe of, you know, how resilient people here were. And, Um, kind of having that understanding of, of life really from a different perspective because, um, the city itself had, had been through a tremendous amount. So, um, there was kind of a, a perspective of like how entrepreneurship, um, could be used to, to start with the problem and, you know, as a, to really be leveraged for the community. So was really impressed with, with that aspect and that really kind of shaped and, and transformed my whole, whole view of entrepreneurship. Um, especially with um, Professor Tarver uh, when I first got going here with the Urban Entrepreneurship Symposium, um, was something that was really focused on urban entrepreneurship, um, helped kind of shape my view.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you here, man. And also, Jamar, we're also glad to have you in the fold. I know you're local product and you're very, very accomplished young man, For especially for you guys' ages. You guys are very accomplished, and I'm proud to say I know you both. And so, Jamar, turning to the entrepreneurship subject, what got you interested? What what got you interested in, in having a spark for entrepreneurs, helping and being entrepreneur yourself, and then helping others with entrepreneurship as well?
1: Well, when it comes to uh, being an entrepreneur, uh, that's something that I was just born into. Uh, my parents have both uh done things so we uh, just just a little background on, on my childhood uh when I was when I was about 7 years old I I have I'm, I'm one of eight. when I was 7 years old I had wanted to stop wearing hand me down from my older brother and uh you know I went to my to my father complaining about it and he he said okay perfect so he took me to the to the corner party store and um we bought some M&Ms and he was like sell these m ms for higher than what they can be sold at the party store and we can start talking. And like literally, you know, I was on the corner selling m at seven years old. And we went from that to owning a, um, well, not owning, but actually opening up a, a, a nice little store in front of our home uh, where we sold candy that we had bought in bulk. And my father has done moving and hauling, um, landscaping. My mother owned a salon for about 15 years. So it's something that you, you can't – I can't, you know, point to, like, a, a, a place where I, it was sparked. It was just something I was born into. Okay. Uh, what got what me to actually wanted to help people out was just I started to see that a lot of people in Detroit have that same bug. You know, like, Detroit hustles harder. You know, uh, it, it's, it's a saying that we – everyone in Detroit has a hustle. Everyone is making money some other way other than that main job. And I wanted to always felt so like we could turn that into something that's much bigger. And, of course, business being being the case. So um, originally it was just giving advice to friends and family. And then when people – I've seen that people were taking my advice and it was actually doing something with it and it was helping them out. I told myself I need to spread this this message.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you one thing from my perspective. You're, you're sending it very well. Uh, like I said before, very accomplished. And, and I really commend you both for what you guys are doing and some of the programs you can doing are very groundbreaking. And I think a lot of times with entrepreneurship, it's about the mindset, not just about the product or service they want to provide, but you have to have the right mindset to be in that kind of occupation too. And um, And going into some of the programs, let's talk a little bit about the biggest saver now. For both of you, what is the biggest saver, and what is all what is it all about, and what what got what got you both inspired to do it?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think you know, Jamar and I really got inspired, um, you know, through Entrepreneur Plus One. Um, Entrepreneur Plus One is is a group of, of entrepreneurs where each and um, every event, a native invites a newcomer, and newcomer invites a native, um, and it's it's turned into a think tank of sorts where and we'll focus on an issue and in this kind of diverse perspectives will come together to try and come up with a solution um so the biggest saber came out of one of our events where we had Jill Ford um who's the head of entrepreneurship and innovation with the city of Detroit and we kind of came to a consensus that um you know financial wellness and financial literacy was an issue that's you know not only kind of uh, an obstacle for the city of Detroit in general but entrepreneurs as well because there's so many people with um, great ideas um, that just need to kind of build up the wealth um, to make that happen um, to give themselves that opportunity so um, we got to thinking with probably about 20 25 people in the room you know how can how can we best do this Um, and the biggest saver is really a take on the biggest loser which is you know how do we uh, bring in competitiveness and the competitive nature um, to the savings experience and also With an added layer of education, um, create a community that's, that's built on, on learning together, um, but also doing something that's kind of bigger than themselves. Um, we found that, you know, with financial savings, it's something that we all kind of don't want to talk about. It's this thing that we, you know, push away. We're, you know, shy to talk about, but we're really trying to change that game and make, you know, the biggest saver, um, even more of a lifestyle. Um, I'm sure Jamar can expand on this. As well, but you know, this has taken you know many kind of twists and turns and opened up you know new doors and um, there's lots of people that are that are interested and we actually partnered with Level One Bank to make this happen. Um, so that's kind of kind of a brief overview of, of kind of what we're aiming to do, but it's really all about you know, giving people um, the tools and, and taking a fresh look at you know how we talk about and how we um, you know think about our, our financials. Um, instead of it being so cut and dry, this should be something that, that we can all work towards so kind sort of creating a, a new community and culture in that respect.
0: Okay. And Jamar you wanna add any anything to that as well?
1: I I I don't think doing that at all.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Now in terms of switching gears, you mentioned Entrepreneur Plus One. What is that all about?
1: So 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 yeah, so Entrepreneur Plus One was an an idea that that Ben and I um, had uh, actually last year. Originally, we we had gotten together and we thought to ourselves, like, what is that one thing that a lot of entrepreneurs are missing? And we noticed that, you know, there's a lot of networking events that are out there and people are talking at you and they are, you know, you're you're doing something with with the group, but you kind of just go there to kind of just give your business card out and that's it. And we wanted to create a group that actually does something um, that solves actual problems. So we thought of, of this group that will come together, become a think tank that will solve everyday issues. And one of the meetings, and that's where our biggest favorite kind of came out when We started to notice that personal finance was that the group wanted to sh- help solve. Um, okay. So, it yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening.
1: Oh no, please go, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, that's, that's, that, that's what we are. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so, in terms of the feedback so far, what's been the reception, you know, people's feedback participation, what, what, what have you guys received in terms of the um, participants feedback?
1: With entrepreneur plus one or? Do yes. you
0: well, actually both. Uh, well, let's start with entrepreneur plus one. What, what kind of participation levels have you guys received so far?
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's been, it's been really interesting because, People are kind of like, you know, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing this all the time? I know um, Jill was like, you know, after her event, she's like, you know, this is great. This is all about, you know, where things happen. I think there are a lot of events out there where, you know, we talk about um, a problem or we talk about, you know, a trend in technology, but nothing's really accomplished per se. You know, there's like an hour or two of, of great discussion, but you know, we're really all about, you know, cr- creating some type of action and, and doing so by getting a really unique. Um, kind of self-evolving group together. Um, so it's, it, yeah, you that's know, what it's, it's really about. And we're, we're looking to partner with, with even more, um, types of people that can run with these projects as well. Um, so whether that be students or whether that be, you know, um, groups of hackers or, or whatever it may be. Um, I think the, the response from Big at Saber also, um, has been really great. I think, um, a lot of people that were at our last event um, got a lot of really valuable information out of it and are continuing to get um, get information out of the channels and the information that we're pushing out in our partnership with Level One and the services that they offer. So it's, it's just been about putting the information out there, right, and yeah. getting it out in front of people. Yeah. And, you know, even when it goes back to how to start a startup, you know, it's like, you know, I just want everyone to know about it, right? I want to go knock on everyone's door and, and tell them about it you know that's not really possible but you know if it's uh if it's out right. there for them
0: All right All you
2: know right. people people will jump at it
0: well i think it's a, a situation where you know it's, a, it's almost like you're creating a market in the sense that people want it don't even know that they need it and so that that you not that you guys are putting the word out and, and doing things like the projects you're working on it's like an awakening you're also creating too because some people just walk. I think these people are literally walking around, not knowing that they need it, and then once they see it, oh yeah, why why were we doing this before? And that, that's that's all. That's what any great movement takes. It's just somebody has to step up and do something, and then everybody else will follow because of something everybody always wanted to do all along, but they just never had the guts to go and actually do it. And that's the main thing I commend both of you guys for because you guys have the courage to not just talk about it not just think about it, or come up with a think tank, but you guys actually putting things into action. And then, um, and then, so, so with also with how to start a startup, Ben, how did you start that project?
2: Well, I, it started out of, um, wisdom, which, um, which kind of, um, took a different course about a year ago. And I took it over at about 700 members, um, which was great. And it started and it created a community around how to start a startup video, a discussion series, but we wanted to take it in a different direction and just kind of listen to what our what our members had to say and what they wanted. So you know, literally at our events, you'd say, you know, what types of programming do you want? Do you want you know pitches? Do you want panels? Do you want speakers? Do you want workshops? And Don, you were you were the most consistent thing you know, person really throughout you know each event. You were there encouraging me, yeah. um, saying this is you know what we need. This is this is good, and that that kept me going because you know there were some early ones where we had, you know, 20, 30 people showing up and then we had people in the door, like over a hundred people Yeah, now. So it's, um, it's just about listening to, you know, like in any business, what your users or your customers are, are experiencing and, and how you can, how you can offer that. But really it was just about shaking it up and it being a platform for, um, for businesses, for entrepreneurs and for the community to, to come together. Um, so it's just been, you know, keeping our ears open.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man, cause, because really with both of you, from first impressions, when I first met both of you guys, I just felt like it was something special about what you were doing and what you guys were all about, and that's why I kept supporting, and, and I knew that it was something that was well needed, and I'm glad to see all of your efforts really going into viable products and services people need and are actually participating in too. So that's, that's a great thing, and in fact, when it comes down to Native newcomer, that was the one that really inspired me to keep coming back because it was really about building bridges. And uh, and Ben, if you got a couple of minutes, if you could expound on native newcomer and let the listeners know what that's all about, that that would be good as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely, I'd love to do that. And you know, first I got to say that you know, yeah, Jamar. First time I met Jamar, just his his determination. So whatever he sets a goal, you know, it's, to do that, that's you know, that sets him apart from from anyone that I've worked with. Yeah, uh, because you're able to think think really big yes. in terms of, of what you can do when you're working with Jamar. So yes, okay. um, but uh, with with Native Newcomer that all started almost it's about a year and a half ago. Um, so as I mentioned, I, I'm a Venture for America fellow. Um, I was here a year before I became a Venture for America fellow, but I thought it was you know a good safety net is, you know a network of uh, people that would you know help foster um, this entrepreneurial drive. And when we had a a, an orientation with Lauren Hood. She uh, she did an exercise where she kind of showed us, well, you know, what's the difference between, you know, Venture for America Fellow, so this, you know, recent college grad that's coming to Detroit, you know, versus the uh, average Detroiter. And that's, you know, resources, disposal, you know, tools, um, you know, kind of what's their, what's the situation. And, you know, I kind of saw this disparity and um, something that you know I'd kind of seen for last year but was able to kind of really put it, Think about it in this context of there being these two sides, um, natives and newcomers. And um, you know, I, I had always gravitated towards towards Native Detroiters since getting here, um, being that I was working with the Urban Entrepreneurship Initiative, and just kind of you know, those were kind of the, the people that I, I gravitated towards. And I was like, well, hey, why can't we just get these two groups of people to work together? Sure. And that's how it started. And um, yeah, it's just kind of evolved from there. We did a crowdfund about a year ago where we had over 120 backers, um, raised almost $6,000. Um, and we've had various events. Uh, we're doing, right now, five different collaborations. Um, okay. One of them is with, uh, one of them is Entrepreneurs one, right, and building that community of natives and newcomers working together. Um, one of them was with the Stafford House on a program for workforce development to help uh, participants get the driver's license faster. Um, one of them's with Thank You Detroit in which we have newcomers uh writing about native old time businesses and um going to meet the businesses and writing about it um in local papers. Um can't say we have one really big local paper um that's that's gonna be um carrying our story soon. Can't say which. Okay. Um but yeah and then you know there's been lots of kind of offshoots and, and collaborations. What we really want to do is continue to build out a platform both in-person and online, um, you know, with our hypothesis that, you know, when you bring natives and newcomers together, you're really um, coming up with a more meaningful, um, you know, end product. Um, because when you have those two perspectives in the mix, you have, um, you know, the native view of, of the landscape and, um, you know, the problems and, um, you know, the on the ground. And then when you have newcomers they bring bringing a perspective from, you know, around the country, around the world, um, and when those two come together, um, it's really a force for what we like to call anti-identification. So, yeah. um, something that is going to, you know, in the long term, you know, create, create exposure. Um, because I think that's sometimes just what people need when you see mistakes being happening, mistakes happening in developments and, um, and things of that nature. It's, it's all because people don't you know, know people that are, that are on the ground. Right. Um, and they don't have that, have that experience. Um, So, you know, building bridges, but also fostering these collaborations is what we're all about. We're doing that in a number of ways.
0: Great. Yeah, I I think that it's a great effort. The, The reason why I was drawn to it so much is because of that for years, even all my years working for the city of Detroit, the challenge has always been bringing people together, developers and the community together in terms of projects, because you have to have, especially with public funded projects, you have to have cooperation. And if you slight the people that are actually in the environment that you're trying to develop, you're going to, you're actually, you're asking for problems. And I think native newcomer is a viable, simple and wonderful solution. And it's almost like, I almost, I felt like that way a lot, like a lot of people do in terms of why wouldn't, wasn't this done before, but it takes that perspective. And I think your involvement in creating it is a, is a prime example of that in terms of you don't have to be, a native here to come up with a good idea and bring people together and that's really what it's all about so in, and so in essence what you're doing Ben is you're like embodying the whole principle of what the the project is all about in the first place and uh I like to yeah. com- commend you for it and thank you so much for what your, all your efforts
2: thanks it's something you know I wish I could focus on you know more and just you know do it all, all the time but you know, you know I really appreciate appreciate that more we'll, are continuing to to push forward and just like you said with you know developments we're, we're thinking about putting together something like a product or something like a reddit okay. um where you have uh, we can our platform would help you know give voice to the community um to show you know what what do people really want and how can how can the funds be allocated yeah so
0: yeah now in terms of and I, jamar just like ben was saying earlier and this is my first impression when i met you as well I mean, very polished, very intelligent young man, and you have a, such a big dream. You know, you think big, you dream big, but you also put those dreams into action. So in terms of... Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Most welcome. Most welcome. Now, in terms of where you've gotten to this point, you mentioned earlier that you have been basically an entrepreneur since you almost like a toddler. So what I know you mentioned in the early set about... Creating programs for people to bridge the gap, so to speak, with helping them with entrepreneurship. Can you can you talk a little bit more about those efforts?
1: Yeah. So um, in 2013, I, I had launched a an eight week program that was geared towards uh, individuals that was co- that was working at um, Focus Hope, and it literally was uh, turning your your dream into a into a business or turning your dream into reality. So it was literally just a boot camp. The idea was that. During its eight weeks, I was going to take you from your idea to actually your first customer. And that was my whole point of, of it. So, um, it, it went well. Uh, taught, uh did, did a few classes there. And then I went to, uh, I took it, took the show on the road to Wayne State and taught, and taught, uh, veterans the same. And once that, once that was done, um, I started noticing that you know that was a, it was a lot of success there, and I tried to make it a little bit bigger. Still trying to try to do that, but that led me to consulting because a lot of people needed the one-on-one help. Yeah. Yeah. They had very very specific questions, so um, th- that started me to work um, on Hill Org, which was something that I had. It came, it, it was born out of that. And uh, with Hill Org, we literally just go. We would walk into your shop or wherever that you that that you were, and we would sit down and gain an understanding of. Everything that you needed, and so we helped you out with your marketing, and 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 we found out that a lot of a lot of individuals needed a lot of help with, um, just being more up to date with a lot of their uh, with a lot of their marketing, right? Like they thought flyers was the best way to get the name on things of that nature, and then we're not knocking that whatsoever because that definitely does work. But you know, we're just showing them the the power of social media, using utilizing the internet, the power of you know. Um, having apps and that's already that's out there that you can integrate yourself into just growing in that, in that manner. And that, that kind of took off. We helped a lot of small businesses and it it worked for for a while. Then we started to realize, you know, about uh, the revenue model wasn't what we wanted it to be. So we took a step back and started reanalyzing that.
0: Okay. Are you, are you still involved in some of those efforts now or are you in totally different shifts now?
1: Right, so so I've I've uh I've completely distanced myself away from the consulting thing. It 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 takes a lot of time, and I decided that that uh when it comes to a lot of entrepreneurship things, like when I first started it, there wasn't a lot of programs that was out there, right? I was I was in a it was very very few that was offering free courses to to help you convert to something. But ever since you know like programs like DTX and things of that nature have came out, I noticed that that there was no need for, for me to continue to do that. So I kind of, I'm kind of happy that, you know, that there's bigger programs with a bigger budget that can help out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, it, what, what, outside of what the project we talked about, are there any other projects you're working on right now?
1: Well, I mean, it's Detroit. So, you know, uh, real estate is definitely something that, that I I have my eyes set on right now. I'm working with uh, a few people to, to, um, Revitalized neighborhood. So we just want to take a little different spin on it. Instead of just buying and selling or renting out things of that nature, we're taking community. I mean, we're, we're building communities. Yeah. The ideal is to, you know, in, take that the same mentality that for native newcomer, entrepreneur plus one, biggest saver, hill or the boot camp and literally combine that and and help the neighborhood out, help to become more self-sustaining and do it through, uh, do it through real estate, get people from renters to owners. and then move them further along
0: it's interesting and i'm glad to hear you say that i was just thinking today i had an experience you know and i've been thinking about this for quite a few years lately in a sense that detroit has really become a big rental market in terms of renters and as our population but there's something about ownership of homes and residences that transcends some kind of way into your mentality because it's like when you own it you have a different perspective on life i mean when you own something in general you know you take better care of it than if you just you know either borrowing it or renting it or whatever and i'm seeing that in terms of renters it just seems like in detroit there's a there's a certain climate where property's not well taken care of but because there's so many renters it's hard to gauge the maintenance because it's all on the onus of the landlord if they don't take care of it then it doesn't happen so i'm glad to hear that you're doing that because i think that helps it, it all and really all the programs you guys are doing really help but i think that right there it helps with the mentality i mean because i'm gonna tell you jamar it's, it's, it's been always been an interesting dynamic in detroit about development progression you know people are tired they're frustrated which is which is are all understandable facets of life however you know the the, the mantra i've always tried to live by myself personally is that you have to do something about it i mean you can complain and, and that's a natural reaction but through the complaints should come action or some type of solution or something to do about it. Because if you don't, then you're, you're pretty much a victim, you know, victim of circumstance. And so, you know, and, and I think with both of you being involved in efforts at this time in Detroit's history, it's a great thing because there's such a trans transitional shift going on. And with that shift, participating in things like that help buffer the, the, the feeling of disenfranchisement because there's a lot of opportunity out here, but people have to seek it. It's not it's not just going to hit in your lap. And I've talked in other interviews with people and other, you know, episodes of this podcast about changing your mindset and really making it that you take, take control and take ownership of, of your future, you know, because if you don't, then it's going to take hold of you and pass you by. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, and I definitely do agree with you, Don. In fact, uh, I don't know if, if uh, many of the listeners would, would know, but, uh, there's this neighborhood called the North End. That's where I was raised uh, when I was younger. So before it became what it is now. And one thing that I had noticed even at, even at a young age is that learned helplessness that comes along with being in an impoverished area. Yeah. And the idea that, you know, like one, one thing that attracted me to Ben and what makes me want to help him in anything that he wants to do is he is literally, you know, See, he, he, he's is rewriting that 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 story for a lot of us, you know, the fact yeah. that we say someone should do you have the you know you have the natives of Detroit that have that learned helplessness, but more importantly, you have those individuals that are coming from from outside of the city and they're coming in and they see all these all these opportunities, and so instead of that that contention that happens between us, what you end up having is is, is that it, it ends up being a cohesion. You know, there's a lot of opportunity that's here, and then there's individuals that live here that have not, you know, they don't notice that the property next door to them is, you know, that could be turned into a studio. And, and if they own the house that they were in, they would care about the neighborhood that they actually lived in versus just being like, I only care about the property that's inside of the home that I'm renting out of. Yep. So I definitely, I definitely appreciate the, the the compliment, Don. And thank you for, 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 you know, allowing us to actually say that you know, or have a platform where we can promote this.
0: Oh, no, problem. I mean, it's my pleasure because that's what we're all about. The new U.D. Biz, we're really trying to promote people who are in the business of helping others. And that's what this is really all about, because what what you both are really doing is creating a movement. or I wouldn't even say creating what you, you're sparking a new version of a movement that's been dormant for so long. And I think just Detroit is history. The climate is in its history in terms of, you know, it's, we've always been like to right. have an underdog status, a downtrodden status. But to have the energy revitalized, it's like an awakening happening, and you can feel it. And then you can many times, in my opinion, you can see it. And if you just walk around and go to certain places, you see things popping up. You know, we, of course, we know about downtown, midtown, and Corktown. But then, like you say, things are coming back on the north end now. You know, far west Detroit is happening. There's things on the far east side that's happening, and it's just a matter of all of that coming together. And I think that for people that believe that nothing being that there's nothing being done in the neighborhoods. You guys are a testament to the contrary, in the in the full sense, because there are things happening. But you have to be willing to go outside your door and look, and you'll see it. And it's get to the point; it's almost hitting your front door each in, in each every residence in Detroit anyway. So you won't in a, in, a, in a few short years, people won't be able to say that because it'll be everywhere, and you won't have any excuse to say that it's not nothing's happening.
1: I Agree.
0: Now, in terms of, yeah. in go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Ben.
2: No, it's just, it's just a thought that, you know, there's something about this place that, that really empowers you, you know? Like, um, in New York, the, the big parallel, I think, between New York and, and Detroit is, is the hustle and the hard work, um, that everyone puts in. And, um, you know, in New York, it's because, you know, the prices are skyrocketing and, you know, to even stay in New York, you have to, to really hustle. Yeah. But here, you know, people are, you know, hustling and working hard oftentimes to survive. Yeah. Um, so you have that, that work ethic and that, that ambition that um, I don't think you really find anywhere else right. in the country. And I mean, you, you, know, you, you look around and you see the hard work that someone put into, you know, an architectural architecture in a building, you know, 100 years ago. And, you know, that's, that's inspiring. There aren't many places um, where you can go and, and either be motivated by the problems that you see around you or the history. Um, so it's almost kind of like, you know, how can you not be be so motivated um it's kind of kind of how i see it yeah
0: and not only that it's really even though there's a lot of things sprouting up and happening it's still there's a sense in detroit it's a it's a ground level sense that you can still start something from scratch and build it and see it to come to fruition and, and even be successful with it because you know you know quite quite to the contrary of popular opinion we really do support each other you know, and, and once you get in that circle of support, you know, there's nothing and it might just how I personally feel about it. There's nothing you cannot do because you have the support. I mean, if, if, at that point, once you're in the circle of support, if it doesn't work, it's because you had you just stopped. Give, you just gave up and stopped trying because it's almost like, you know, on, on a certain level, you just have to keep going. And once you keep going, it's like autopilot. Once you stay on that path, it's going to eventually come to fruition as far as, you know, successes, blessings and what have you. Um, and then now turning to subject matter, we talked a little bit about the future. Where do you guys see Detroit in as far as the population and the entrepreneur climate within the next five to ten years from now?
2: Yeah, I, I could take that. Um, I think you know I, we were just saying like it needs to be it needs to be open. It needs to be a place where people can enter on the ground floor and and have that access. Yeah. Um, and that's what you can have now, just because everything's you know really still getting started, and there's like. You know, new incubators, new co-working spaces, nice. and, you know, everyone's welcome. Um, you know, in, in other big cities around, you know, it's, it's not that simple. It's like, come here, you know, book an appointment, you know, maybe you'll get to talk to who you want to talk to. Detroit has to stay that way. It has to keep its doors open. Um, and as long as we continue to have that, um, mindset, I think that's um, you know, with how to start a startup, we had, uh, thirty five different pitches from anyone that wanted to pitch at yeah. our D New Tech and had a start a holiday pitch. And that was just um you know one of our ways to uh, just open things up, you know, really to the public. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think that, that open door policy um is just, is just one area that I think needs to continue.
0: Okay. And what about you, Jamar?
1: Well I mean I'm I've always considered Detroit to be the greatest city on earth. Uh, no offense to Ben. And, uh, <laughs> right. and and so 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 for me it's just um I I definitely agree that we're just scratching the surface. Right. Um we we still haven't found our own and what Detroit is is known for. I, I definitely see in the next ten years us having a an industry type that's gonna explode, whether that's technology or something it's something in technology or something down that line or even in production or manufacturing again. Yeah. But I definitely see us being a hub to where um, individuals from around the world will want to live here just simply because it is the New York of whatever, or it is the L.A. of whatever. Right. And I see us, you know, like, I, and I honestly see entrepreneurship making our city a top ten city again. Yeah. Um. In, in in all all different types of areas. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. There's there's a certain energy level that's going on where you know, there's a lot of potential and it's going to be even more potential as the momentum grows and as more successful people, like I said, once whatever industry becomes a boom for this area, whether it be tech, whether it be the new automotive, whether it be creative arts or whatever the case may be, you know, once, once it really hits and the world really sees it and embraces it, I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. And I mean, they pretty much do it now, but it's like a quiet, kind of like a, like a quiet movement going on around the world. And you know, after the city came out of bankruptcy, it just seems like that's when the, the light switch came on in terms of everybody took notice with Detroit. I mean, okay. We were the first major city to ever have a municipal bankruptcy. So then now it's like, it's kind of like we, we've, we've kind of broken the mold in a good way and a bad way. And the bad way was, you know, the city was broke uh, perceivedly, but then the good came out of that where everybody started to say, well, Detroit is on the rebound. Detroit's is going to come up. And now, you have places like New York, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, that are rooting for Detroit, even, even, you know, cities and provinces across the seas, you know, from London to Paris to a lot of different places, you'd be, you'd be surprised that there's a lot of support pulling for Detroit, you know, and, and that's great to see in here, you know, definitely
1: agree.
0: now in terms of with your, with your, with both of you yourselves individually and professionally, it's kind of hard to, to, to gauge cause we don't have a crystal ball, but where do you guys see yourselves career wise and as entrepreneurs and program creators in the next five years yourself? Where do you see you guys going?
1: Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, I definitely see, I definitely see, uh, myself continuously We'll continue to work with Ben. That's one thing I will say, uh, that's a, he's became a friend, let alone a business partner and, and, and someone that I work with. Yeah. Um, I definitely see biggest Saber being something that's a national company yeah. in which we're hosting national events and we are um, getting individuals to come together to, to actually. You know, there's a, a huge community that's around it. Uh, something like Money Mustache or something, you know, something of that nature. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to Entrepreneur Plus One, it's taking on it taking its own form to where it's it becomes it becomes another huge thing to where it's a. National or even international companies, yeah, um, where we we provide each other with a lot of resources to not only solve local problems but we're solving national issues that that are very systemic, yeah, through entrepreneurship. So uh, we have that.
0: Great, great, yeah, and I think that's a great outlook. I think I I would bet Jamar that probably it probably will go that way because you guys have such an innovative model you've guys created and so now with the success of it a lot of people will be reaching out i'm pretty sure they're going to be reaching out to you all saying how did you guys do that we want you to guys to come show us how you did it or we'll come to detroit to see what you guys are doing and i mean it's just great momentum and I'm, I'm i'm just happy to know you both and i'm glad that it's working out for you as well now in terms of contact information for either of you uh ben ben how can someone get in contact with you
1: yeah
2: best. um my email is is v e s e i d m a n at gmail dot com. So that's Ben without the first N, just B Sideman. It's all Gmail had left. Um, or give me a shout at nine one seven six nine nine eight three nine three. I'm sorry I don't have a three one three or a two four eight, but just never got around to changing it.
0: It's <laughs> okay. That's okay. And what about you, Jamar? Yeah.
1: All right. My my email address is going to be j hill, j h i l l, at com.
0: Okay. That sounds great.
1: And, oh, and I was going to say my, my phone number is going to be 313 757 2491.
0: All right. All right. So, with you guys being on, you know, doing many, multiple things, can you tell the listeners? what you guys have planned for like this year coming up and like so say next upcoming month summer going into fall this year.
2: Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um so with how to start a startup, we got a great event next week. Um we have featuring Detroit's immigrant entrepreneurs. Um it'll be hosted by um Bamboo Detroit, moderated by Steve DeBachman of Global Detroit. Okay. And we have um four awesome um, immigrant entrepreneurs and um and going back to the five year question they had before We actually are having a five-year plan workshop um, at the beginning of May, so we'll announce that soon um, on how to start a startup meetup page, and um, looking for also some events with uh, Detroit Startup Week. So, yeah, that's what we got coming up.
0: Yeah, and for the for the for listeners out there listening, Detroit Startup Week is a great, great forum a week-long forum for entrepreneurs and people want to start up businesses and a lot of different resources a lot of great people and last year we had one of the big the biggest initial year launch in terms of participation in the history of the program and hopefully with us it'll get bigger and better this year i plan i know i know i'll see you guys that i plan on being there and um it's going to be a great event and um with that being said I'd like to thank both of you For coming on to the show And being guests In terms of the interviews And I hope to see you soon And also Hopefully we'll get you guys Back on soon too Because I know you guys will have new Great stuff to share And so uh, With that being said I'd like to say thanks guys For both of you Ben and Jamar For being on here
1: Thanks so much Don It's been a pleasure
2: Thanks Don It really is Thanks Don
0: So I hope you all have enjoyed what you've heard. Ben and Jamar are dynamic young men set out to make a difference in the world, as well as the world around them. They're creating empowerment for Detroiters and the environment around them, and I'm sure as a result of this podcast, they'll be touching people around the world. They're great men to get to know, and these young men have such a bright future. Now as far as the programs we talked about in the interview, you can do a Google search for them but I'll name them here. The Biggest Saver, Entrepreneur Plus One, that's with the plus sign and the numeral one, Native Newcomer, Hill Org, How to Start a Startup, and I'm sure many more will be coming in the very near future, so stay tuned. And again, if you wanna get in contact with them, you can reach Ben at B at gmail.com. That's B E S E I D M A N at gmail.com. You can also reach him by phone at 917 699 8393. You can reach Jamar at J Hill, that's J H I L L, at B B T B Realty. R-E-A-L-T-Y Dot com And you can also reach him by phone At three one three seven five seven two four nine one. So that's it for this podcast Thanks once again for tuning in If you want to know more information about us We're on the web At www.nuyou.biz Again that address is www. N U Y O U B I Z. We're also on social media. You can look us up. We're on Facebook as first word N U, second word Y O U B I Z. So please friend us on Facebook and like our posts. We're also on Twitter under at symbol N U Y O U B I Z. So please follow us on Twitter. We're also on LinkedIn. Under first word NU Second word Y-O-U B-I-Z So please visit our page on LinkedIn We also have a YouTube channel And a Google Plus page Under NU Dot B-I-Z This podcast is on Apple iTunes Google Play And Podbean Under NewU.biz Podcast channel So please subscribe to our channel On iTunes and Google Play And follow us on Podbean We're also on SoundCloud Under DDB Group LLC So visit our page on SoundCloud And you'll see our podcast episodes And now we're on Patreon And you can subscribe to us on Patreon For special exclusive content To our supporters And we're under N-U-Y-O-U-B-I-Z You can also check out our blog At www.nu.com youbizblogs.com, And on newyou.biz, you can also join our website as either an individual member or a professional member, depending on what role you want to play in our family. As an individual member, you have one-year free access to professionals providing services that help people improve themselves. As a professional member, you have one-year free access to individuals seeking services like yours. Our goal is to help you expand your business with a built-in potential client base looking for your services. So join our efforts today to help individuals become who they deserve to be. If you have any suggestions on topics you would like to hear from us, you can email us at info at newu.biz, that's I-N-F-O at N-U-Y-O-U dot B-I-Z, or you can send us a message on Facebook or LinkedIn, or you can tweet us on Twitter. Once again, this is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of NewYu.biz. Thanks for listening and please stay tuned for more podcasts. You've been listening to another NewYu.biz podcast. For more information, join us at www.nuyou.biz. Again, that address is www.nuyou.biz. Dot B I Z, do you.biz, where change is real and you can also get empowerment, encouragement, and positive change.